Speak your mind with your online group. Build a better group. Use the newest voice conferencing service available. TalkShoe. Talk with everyone. TalkShoe. That's TalkShoe.com. Once again, ah, it's Russ. It is so great to be back with you. I'm Lee Douglas, and this is Old Time Rock and Roll right here on TalkShoe.com. Once again, I wanted to welcome you to the show. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. The last week has been so much fun. I've gotten loads of emails about the show and uh, requests, all kinds of things, and some great comments from uh, old friends. Uh, Bob Rosenthal wrote me uh, telling me how... He said, well, okay, you were right. Fifty years ago, he said to me, rock and roll will never last. And here you are, Bob. So uh, <clears throat> great show tonight. This is uh, especially for Bob and uh, my friends Artie and Dennis uh, and a lot of other people. Tonight we're going to talk about Brooklyn, the boys from Brooklyn. Well, actually, I'm going to do the boys from New York City because we're going to talk about people from the Brooklyn, the Bronx, Staten Island, Long Island, uh, you know, and it must have been something in the water. If it wasn't the water, it must have been the food, because growing up in Brooklyn in the 50s and 60s was something special. And so many great artists and singers came out of that out of that area. I mean, you know, of course, uh, Barry Manilow and uh, Neil Diamond, and of course, uh, comedians like uh, Don Rickles and Red Buttons and... Uh, even yuck, Barbara Streisand came out of uh, Brooklyn. And it's just so much. And tonight we're going to take the time to spotlight some of the great performers and performances from Brooklyn, the Bronx, Staten Island, and Long Island. And we might even cross the river into New Jersey for a second or two. But uh, we're going to start out this week with uh, something really, really good. And, you know, it, it's amazing because going back and seeing these things that uh, we've had some people and that that even i've known through the years and uh, this gentleman that we're going to start with um well he was a 60s phenomenon really and uh, he went to uh, a rival high school i went to madison high school and uh he went to lincoln which was not too far down the road but he was uh, probably one of the most prolific songwriters and singers in the 60s and even into the 70s and, and beyond. Here is Neil Sedaka with Breaking Up is Hard to Do. Breaking up is hard to do. Leave 
You know, I said maybe uh, that it had something to do with uh, the, the food. Well, you know what? There is no pizza like New York pizza. I don't care what anybody says. And uh, the knishes, and, uh, the, you know, nothing is like an Italian baked cookie. Uh, I remember it's been a long time since I've been back. We went back to uh, Avenue X and went to just a fabulous Italian bakery. They have cookies and stuff. You know, down here in in, in Florida, cookies are expensive and they're awful. They, you know, they don't even taste like real cookies. But uh, good, go back to an Italian bakery, get a bagel from uh, King's Highway or just anything. I mean, it was just great growing up in New York in those days. And... Um, you know, speaking of, of uh, Neil Sedaka, his, he originally started out with a group called The Tokens. And uh, we're going to just basically go in, into The Tokens and their famous record in, in those days and uh, of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Phil and Mitch Margo, Hank Medrist, and Jay Siegel, all from Brooklyn, New York, The Tokens, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. You know, they uh, they did they had quite a few hits uh, back in 60, 61, and uh, they were one of the uh, prolific groups that came out of Brooklyn. My next one, of course, we're going over to the Bronx to hear, well, we'll start out with one of his basic singles, one of his best. Here's Dion DiMucci and Run Around Sue. Keep away from a runner, I'd sue a 
that still is probably one of the most popular uh, songs of the of the fifties and sixties, and it's still played an awful lot. It's one of those that uh, I guess will never die. Uh, there were so many great musicians and singers that that grew up during the fifties and sixties in New York, and uh, one of them, probably the most prolific singer, and uh, still around today. I mentioned it last last week that uh, I had seen um, this Four Seasons with, uh, <laughs> well, they weren't very seasoned, let's put it this way. Um, Frankie Valli came out on stage uh, on this performance, and see, he's got this great group of <laughs> four, I guess, backup singers that don't do anything but dance, and each one of them, I think the four all together don't, is just about equal to uh, Frankie's age right now. The original four seasons, of course, are gone. Uh, they, they're alive, but they don't, you know, they don't sing anymore. They don't perform anymore. But, um, I mean, he, he put on a good show, but I'll tell you, uh, it, I missed all the, the old group, the full old group. Here with uh, one of his all-time greats, Big Girls Don't Cry, here's Frankie Valley and the real Four Seasons. You know, it's interesting how I uh, segued into this next <laughs> single um, because on the same bill, and they shouldn't have been opening opening for him, but I guess he was the bigger name as far as the people were concerned, were Little Anthony and the Imperials. And they put on a performance that you would not be believed for, for some guys that are in their late 60s. They really did a great job. You know... It's it's funny because Anthony Gordean, Clarence Collins, Tracy Lord, Ernest Wright Jr., and Nate Rogers all came from different areas of Brooklyn. Uh, one of them actually, uh, my father was a school teacher for many years, and, and I believe it was uh, Ernest Wright. I'm not sure. I'm going to find that out. Uh, went to my father's uh, high school, which was uh, Alexander Hamilton Vocational. And uh, it looked like they didn't need to get that trade they were very, very lucky. But uh, here is probably, you know, <laughs> they went from from absolutely nothing to probably one of the greatest and most, not only prolific groups, but 
what a stage performance for a bunch of young kids. Even back in 1958 when this one came out, when they were on stage at uh, Alan Freed's shows, they were just tremendous, even back then. So they must have, they, you know, talent is talent, and you, it doesn't grow. It's born within you. Here with Tears on My Pil- Pillow is Little Anthony and the Imperials. Great song. You know, I've been really trying very hard. I've been researching and trying to get a copy of an old single of Teddy Rendazzo and and the Three Chuckles, which I could not find. I'm going to keep looking uh, because Teddy Rendazzo, a Brooklyn boy also, came out to be, they came out to be really great friends with uh, Little Anthony and the Imperials. They really not only hung together, uh, as, as uh, I guess we did back in uh, the Belladonna pizza shop where uh, Teddy's father was very good friends with the owner. But he uh, just, I mean, that man may not have been the greatest performer, although he, I think he had a great act with his with the chuckles and without him. But uh, the, the, the ability of his writing uh, just was so incredible. And, you know, the saddest thing about about Teddy is that, uh, you know, I, I thought about him many times over the years and, uh, he died recently. And the thing that just killed me was that Teddy died and spent his last years, not in Brooklyn, but right here in Orlando where I lived. And I never had a chance to get to meet him again. And that's the saddest thing. Here it, with uh, just one of his great, great writing songs, here is Teddy Rondazzo's great hit, Going Out of My Head by Little Anthony and the Imperials. Well, I think I'm going out of my head. Yes, I think I'm going out of my head. So badly, I can't think of anything but you. 
That's one of the songs that I can listen to just about all the time. Um, you know, this next song, this guy was not originally from New York, and he certainly is not what you would consider rock and roll or doo-wop. But back in the 1950s, about 1955, 56, I guess, would be the best time, could even have been 57, uh, there was a CBS radio personality by the name of Jim Lowe. And for some reason, he decided to make a record which became a, a smash in New York and, and, and all over the country. So here with a little bit of uh, stuff that you probably didn't remember, and here's you know these, one of these unforgettable tunes that you say, oh, yeah, I remember that, but you don't think about it. Here is Jim Lowe with his only hit record. Here is The Green Door. Green door, what's that secret? 
Never understood it, but always wanted to find out what was behind the green door myself. You know, right across the river, Staten Island, they had some great, great singers too. And this group, made up of lead singer Vito Pacone, Carmen Romano, Arthur Venosa, James Moschella, and Frank Tar- Tardogano, if I remember I could say that correctly, produced one great hit in 1958. They had some great songs, um, but they never all be, they never became hits. They were a good group and uh, good looking young men. Uh, Vito and uh, Arthur Vinova wrote, wrote, Vinosa wrote the song and uh, it came to the number one spot on the hit parade back in 1958, in June of 1958. Here with Little Star are the elegants. Where are you, little star? this show the boys from brooklyn but uh or the boys from new york city which is the title of an old of a favorite song and uh, from the 70s but uh or yeah, late 60s what am i saying but uh you know I, I can't forget the girls and probably one of the most beautiful songs came out in 1957 november to be exact and it reached number 15 on the on the pop charts and number 2 on the R&B charts but this song and this group is one of my all-time favorites and i'm not i'm not too fond of a lot of girl singers and girl groups but this this song just tore me up richard barrett wrote it the same guy who wrote money and uh, here are arlene smith lois harris sonia goring jackie landry and renee minus all from Bronx, New York. The Chantels with Maybe.
What an absolutely great song. <laughs> Maybe by the Chantels. You know, just just amazing how much stuff came out of Brooklyn and New York and all that. We had Dion the Belmonts. And here's another one. In the summer of 1958, or actually about May, it became probably uh, the number two record in uh, New York. Another great, great song. Here are group members James Weston, John Lee, Nat McCoon, Roosevelt Mays, and William Ephraim, all from Brooklyn, as the Dan Lears with One Summer Night. One summer
That was the Impalas. Sorry, I ran all the way home. Interesting, uh, they actually did that with a full orchestra. That was the Leroy Holmes Orchestra. That's kind of interesting. And that reached number 14 on the R&B charts and number two in the pop charts. Uh, group members, and they were all white except for Joe Frazier. Now, that's not the boxer, by the way. Uh, but he was the only black member of the group. Uh, the other members were Tony Carlucci, Larry Renda, and Dick Wagner. They all came from Brooklyn, and they had a great run with I Ran All the Way Home. This next group of Brooklyn performers, uh, this is kind of an interesting uh, story. Uh, this is this group uh, made up of Albie Carcioli, Phil Carcioli, Bob Ferranti, George Golfo, and Ali Contrera were all from Brooklyn once again, and they uh, formed their group around Kelly's Pool Room on Bay Parkway. Um, they were called at that time the Overons, and they were signed to a contract with Laurie Records in early 1959. Uh, they didn't have any original material of their own because they didn't write their own stuff. So uh, they were prepared to record a new number that was penned by the famous songwriter duo of Doc Pomus and Mort Schumann. Uh, when the label's owners decided that the song, A Teenager in Love, was too good for an unknown group, they gave it to Dion and the Belmonts, who had a great recording of I Wonder Why just a few years, just a few months earlier. Uh, and they had a great hit with A Teenager in Love, I think it was their biggest. Um, now, the new group, which they now called the Mystics, and they drew that name out of a hat. So uh, Laurie Records commissioned Pomus and Schumann to write another song for this group really quickly. And they did just that. And this one became another smash hit with, uh, again, the number, number 20 on the pop charts. Here is the Mystics with Hushabye. going to change gears right now and you know i'm going to go up into the 70s to a guy that grew up with us he went to erasmus high school and then went to the uh, high school of music and arts 
And this guy, uh, yeah, I guess you can call him rock and roll. He's, I guess he's a little bit of everything. But he's been going through the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, 2000s, and he's still coming on strong. Here are two sa- samples of the great Barry Manilow.
that was Barry Manilow. Uh, he's still pretty darn good. I mean, uh, I've seen him perform many times, and he really does whip those old ladies into a frenzy. He still does. Anyway, you know, as I'm going through this, I can see that I am never going to get finished with all of the, the songs and, and stories that we have about the boys from New York City. And I guess we'll have to do more shows like it. Uh, we're going to close with something that, that I'll talk to you about in a minute. But first of all, I want to say we are on TalkShoe.com, and we will be here anytime you want us. You know how to reach us. Now, there are two ways. Of course, you can email me at oldtimernr at hotmail.com and request a song or another genre, a uh, little spotlight that you want to hear. We can do that for you. Another way is to go. Now, I know this is a strange title, but you can go directly by going to a website, wrestlingrap.com. That will be changed soon, but it's wrestlingrap.com, and it will automatically go to the old-time rock and roll uh, website, and you can click right on the talk shoe and come right in to the um, old-time rock and roll site, and you can listen to your heart's content right from in there. Now, having said that, uh, we, we have so much. Next week, and I love this, next week we're going to do another one because this has been requested, another novelty and comedy show. I mean, I have some great stuff. People have been calling me and saying, uh, friends of mine have been saying, hey, do another one because that was absolutely hilarious. And we have some pieces. I have really researched some good old stuff, that stuff that a lot of you haven't heard. I do promise from my friend Dennis, no more uh, Abu Dhabi honeymoon. We won't go back that far because that, that irks him. Um, we will, but we are going to just uh, have another great show about that. And I'm, I'm just tickled to death because it is in, insane what we did. And this, the stuff I have for this new one we're, is, is going to be just something you, you're not going to want to miss. So uh, next week, again, another comedy and, novelty record show will be uh, up and, and for the grabs and we're going to close now you know I, I know you've heard enough talking from me so we're going to close now with a couple of tunes um, that you will remember very well so until next week this is Lee Douglas that's a wrap